You may kill me, but you may never insult me. Who am I? I'm Kevin Jack Sparrow. Get the truth about movies on the movie show. If he were telling the truth, he wouldn't have told us. <laughs> Tell them, Sparrow. Unless, of course, he knew you wouldn't believe the truth, even if he told it. Hello? Joey, it's Ross. I need some help. Help has come your way because you are listening to the movie show. What is up? How are you doing? This is the movie show on Active FM. I'm Sash. And my name is Ryan. And finally, just before the end of the year, you know, we made it. We made it with this film. Yeah, we were just like (gasps) Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning Part 1. There we go. In there. <laughs> we got it in there. Yeah. So this is a 2023 film, in case you were wondering. One of the one of the films that did actually come out in 2023. Yes. Um, two hours and 43 minutes long. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Very long film. <laughs> I still look at the time like, wow, look, another two hours left. <laughs> I think one of the reasons for that was also because it was so action-packed from the get-go. That, you know how, like, I don't know, I feel like sometimes we can be... Like, oh, yeah, there's been like two action sequences. You know, we're probably in the final act of the film. And then you yeah. look and you're like 40 minutes in. And you're like, what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what happened. Because it's not like it was boring. Like, no. it, it's not that it's, you were like, <gasps> you know how sometimes no. you watch a film yeah. and, yeah. I remember thinking that. And the next one I was like, oh, 43 minutes yeah. left. Wow. Okay, cool. Yeah. So just know it's very, it's very well put together. Okay. But I, I had a I had an issue with this film. I have now gone and resolved my issue with this film. Oh, Not okay. really, but still. No, actually, no. I still have an issue with this film. You know what? Gonna gonna stand on my conflicting right here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna say stand on your conflicting leg. You have an issue. <laughs> no, no. So we um I went to watch this in cinemas with friends, and I was I was excited. I did my whole um pre-Mission Impossible movie marathon, which actually started in the beginning of 2023. We were driving back from um, the coast and I started I started watching the first Mission Impossible. So I, I was I was ready, you know, you know when you're like and honestly the way um the, the last Mission Impossible film ended, it really it ended really, really good. That was Fallout. Yes. The one I loved the most was Rogue Nation. I think that's my favorite Mission Impossible. Um that's the one where, where at the end um, there's the whole IMF court case thing and Jeremy Renner. It's also the last one Jeremy Renner was in. Why? We don't know. But um, Alec Baldwin and him are in an interview and then they ask Jeremy Renner and he keeps giving the same... Um, I know, what? what? I don't know. Go watch the end of that film. But that, that was a cool film. But then this film came and I was excited and I was happy and we're obviously spoiling alerts. And then Rebecca Ferguson's character, Ilsa, dies in the beginning and I was like... Because also, like, it was barely... They didn't even give... Like, you know how normally a death of, like, the the lead actress is, like, so I think emotional. I, did, I think I did kind of expect it. As in in the desert. Yeah, the desert. I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I've, but then, obviously... I was like... No, wait, wait. I'm talking about when she died in the desert, yeah. which is in inverted commas. Yes. Because she didn't actually die in the desert. It was, they faked her death. Oh, right. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah, yeah. So, and then also like the... Yeah, fo- when you... Oh, when you saw like lying there. Yes. I was like, is she dead? Is she not dead? And then obviously they spoke about the fact that yeah. she did die. So I was like, oh. And then obviously she's not dead because you realize they faked her death. Yay. Oh, yes. And then, yeah, she died. She actually did die. And I... 
you know when you're waiting for it you're actually just like they're gonna kill her they're actually gonna kill her and i don't know if you remember that's the one i was saying earlier I, I on in like, the year when we did the jason bourne series i had a serious issue with them killing the lead actress it was from this film the trauma that i went through from this film yeah i was just like really that whole sequence Seriously? leading leading up to that point where she died you was, just knew it was so dramatic the moment he said someone's and dying he was tonight, running you're like yep she's dying tonight. and he was doing and he was doing his famous run yes he was running a lot i was like this is a lot of running <laughs> he's still running he's, he's but still i was running. actually mad eh? and i think at that point i switched off <laughs> well they said one of them was gonna die no i was mad right i was like is kill it? grace kill we don't like we don't know grace she's a new character you know we don't need grace kill her you know what the difference is yeah what was she in the other she she was in the previous two so she was right three, yeah. so you you were attached to her. yes that's the thing i wasn't and and i'd watched i was just like nah, and okay. by the end of fallout so that the team right at the end of fallout it's obviously tom cruise ethan hunt um there's uh simon pegg's um benji and then luther and then rebecca ferguson's Ilse, ilsa so there's the four of them that have now become like this rogue undercover assassin well not assassin but like incorruptible force you know that will save humanity against the the yes and it was perfect it was perfect and then they went and killed her. I was just like, if the the only thing that they could have done that was worse, the only thing they could have done that they, was worse. They both died. No, was oh. if they killed Benji. Oh, ah, Benji. If they kill Benji. You know what? Let me just put it out there. If they kill Benji. And this is part one. I'm just saying, people. You already broke my heart with Ilsa. No, but I was okay. I was actually really upset because I like her. Plus, I love Rebecca Ferguson. I think she is such a good actress. Um, she, I, I think she's just, she's solid. And recently, I watched a series um, that she also actually produced, but she also acts in it called Silo. Wow. And her acting in there is, it's completely different to this, and it's completely different to her character in Dune as well because she's obviously the mom in Dune. So I think I, I was just, I was hot so that I like the actress. They killed her. I also believe, though, that they did it because she had scheduling conflicts with maybe like Dune and Silo. <laughs> I really do. You what? You can't? Okay. I guess we'll just kill you off then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. But also, this is like the fourth chick now. Fifth, in fact, if you count the chick that we didn't know that got shot in the beginning of this film, way back before the events of one. He's oh. had like five women in his life. Dude, at this point, just stop, you know? Why are the women even hanging with him? <laughs> yeah. Stay at home. Anyway, I've gotten out my rant. That is my problem with this film. However, this film is very difficult to judge at the moment, just simply because it ends on a cliffhanger. So the story isn't actually complete. So you can't even compare it with the previous Mission Impossible films because those films all ended. They, they, there was an end to that story. Uh, so you, you were like, there was resolution. Yeah. Whereas with this one, it literally just ends and you're like... Okay. Hectic. <laughs> right. Yeah, like... That's they, they leave us hanging yeah. again. In fact, this was the, the third film of 2023 to actually end on a cliffhanger. The previous two being Fast X, which I never watched. So I don't need to, you know, hang off that cliff. That cliff I didn't even throw come close a, to. Throw us a comment on YouTube if you thought it was good or bad. If you thought it was good. Or, I, mm. And I thought Fast X was the last one. Anyway, um, maybe it's just they're doing the part one part. Anyway, and then the other thing that ended in a cliffhanger um, or on a cliffhanger in 2023 was Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. So, however, that cliffhanger, I must be honest, was way better than this cliffhanger. Like, if I had to choose between watching that film and this, the next, as in, like, the next part two of yeah. 
Mission Impossible and part two of Spider-Man. Uh, I think it's beyond the Spider-Verse. I would definitely go yeah. for Spider-Man just because that one ended and you were, that one ended that and people good. were like, what? Like the shock of people in cinema that mm. they just put up a to be continued, you know, in to be continued yeah. offends people. Mm. Yeah. Whereas this one, you kind of, you kind of, you knew that it was coming to yeah. him. So this one's directed by Christopher McQuarrie. Um, he also directed Fallout and Rogue Nation, which I, I actually enjoy him with Mission Impossible. I think he's a very good, he's a very solid director. Ghost Protocol I also enjoyed, but I can definitely say that Rogue Nation, I loved Rogue Nation, and then Fallout was a very good follow-up from. So, um, yeah. And then he also directed Jack Reacher in 2012. So that was obviously his first time working. I wonder actually if, because he worked with Tom Cruise on Jack Reacher, Tom Cruise then, because um, I'm pretty sure Tom Cruise has a say over who directs the Mission Impossible films. If he didn't pull him after that, because Rogue Nation then came out in 2015. And then he also directed a, f a film in 2000 called The Way of the Gun. But he's also got a lot of writing credits and a mm. lot of producing credits as well. Um, I think he was either a writer or producer on Top Gun Maverick as well. So... We like Christopher oh, McQuarrie. Cool. We have just found a second director mm. that's got the name Christopher. That's good. Yeah. So I think the so the film this film after watching it a second time and knowing that she dies like just like knowing I wasn't now watching from that perspective. I was more watching from like an unemotional perspective. Yeah, and it's actually very good. Like even the start of the film, it's a very solid, strong start to the film. Um, like you 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 get in like straight away yeah Did, i don't know if, if you ever like you watch films and like the shots are great and you don't really think about how you could actually see how they did that sh like if you like from a third point of view how they did the shot mm. but in this film like uh, i i don't know why the the shots i i noticed the shots I get what you say. Yeah. I actually do get yeah, what you say. Usually, a shot goes unnoticed. This one, I was like, "Oh, look! Look how they just shifted that whole shot like that." Or like the one shot, I, I could actually see how the crane came down and almost like touched the ground as the like they would one shot the guys were getting out the car and walking, and then there was the there was the shot where they were racing through Rome. Was it Rome? Yeah, that's the. And then they in they they. They're in the police car mm -hmm. and then they get out and then there's someone on the opposite end that is pointing a gun at them. And then like you, you could literally feel how the camera person walked back because at first it showed uh, from their pers like from who they versing, but you, you couldn't see their reactions. And then uh, you could literally see how the camera person like, came back to see their reaction. So it was almost like a one-shotter kind of thing. And I was like, oh, okay. why did Like, usually you do, those shots are unnoticed. Yeah, you got unnoticed. But in, like, in this one, there were a lot of shots that I was very like, oh, look, they just pulled a... a where there's action happening in front of you, but you just noticed how they just the did that. Especially, like, when he was on the motorbike as well. Like, there was just a lot of stuff I was like, oh, I, I can actually... Like, it, 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 I noticed it. I do, I do get what you're saying. Yeah. But for me, it didn't. I didn't. I'm. A, I like the Mission Impossible films. Mm. I think they are solid films. I think my least favorite. They've was been going the second for a long. One. Time. They've been going for a long yeah. time, and I like how they've almost kept the old like um, spy nostalgia to mm. it in a way, even and though it's very modern. And you know, there's some big mission that's coming, yes. so they're kind of filling in the details yeah. and yeah. So it's 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 like mm. the same thing, but it's obviously a different storyline. Um, I am. 
I feel like I can't comment on this film and I don't want to pass judgment yet. I was very upset with Ilsa's death. But mm. other than that, I feel like we have to wait. I, either part two is going to make this film brilliant yeah. or it's going to be like, oh, uh, that, that, that was a really trashy um, into the Mission Impossible. I think this is the end. I'm not sure. But yeah, so I think we have to wait for, for that to, yeah. to decide. Did you find that the music was a bit loud by any chance? There were times, yes. Yeah. I, I, I did need subtitles. Yeah. Yeah, I'm one of those people that want to hear yeah. every word uttered by the actor because I believe that that full stop is going to de- like change yes. the whole story. Yes, yes exactly. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I went to got subtitles, so I did get because it draws you. Yeah. And then I don't know if you noticed the music had a, had a lot of like snare kind of rolls, kind mm. of. Yes, yes, yes. You know what I loved? The one part was the was it in the? I think it was in the Abu Dhabi airport. Was the piano that 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 um, thriller? But like it's an old, like, like almost film noir, like old-fashioned. Oh, yes. oh yes, you know, it's the yes. very staccato piano, yeah. and that yeah. I I noticed and I thought that was that was mm. very cool. But just talking about like, because yes, this film, but the first film came out in what year? Nineteen what? When did the first film yeah, come out? No, but anyway. 1980 something. <laughs> was it <laughs> tr- the 80s? Really. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah, like, hey, but um, along with its sequel, which will obviously part, be part two of Dead Reckoning, which comes out in 2025, this is the first Mission Impossible movie, or two, the, the first two movies, to shoot entirely digitally. digitally. So the previous first six films were shot on a thirty-five milli- were shot on thirty-five millimeter film. Thirty-five. Yeah. Whereas this one is completely digital. And what's cool is they actually say it's ironic, therefore, that the antagonist of this two-part movie is a digital entity. Oh. Do you understand? I don't know if that was. I don't think that was like the filmmakers were like, guys, the antagonist is is not a person. It's digital, so we can't do. F-. I don't think they did that. Mm. But I actually think that that is that is pretty cool that i didn't know though that the previous were were shot on film Mm. so yeah um and then um tom cruise this is crazy he was 61 at the time of this film's release tom cruise yes i just said that people tom cruise is over 61 that means right that he was four years older than john foyt when mission impossible one which was it was 1996 was released oh, you know okay. john foyt was the the villain that's angelina jolie's father right oh yes okay but you know you know i'm sorry so he he mentored ethan and then he still dies oh, yes. and then okay. at the end of the film he comes out and actually is the antagonist mm. so you know him mm-hmm. picture his face right do you see his face yeah i see it Tom Cruise was four years older than him when this film was released. Four years older, Ryan. Oh. So he was fifth. John Foyt was 57 when Mission Impossible came out. Tom Cruise is now four years older than that. How crazy is that? Wait, that's... Right? That's weird. Right? Tom Cruise does look very good for his age, though. And I think the fact that he's he's kept up like the Mm. stunts and that. um, Mm. Talking about the stunts. So we all knew about the incredible stunt that Tom Cruise was going to perform in this film because they released it. I I personally don't know if I like the fact that they released that before. I know they used it as a marketing technique, but I feel like it took away from it in the film. Mm. Because now it was like, oh, okay, yeah, he's going to jump over the cliff with the bike now. Oh, there you and go. yeah, we saw the ramp. So, because obviously the ramp was yeah. taken out digitally. So I feel like they should have released that after the film. I think they did release it because of marketing. That's mm. my only assumption. But I almost release, I, I almost release, I almost wish they didn't. Or I wish I never saw it mm. because I, I definitely 
do think it took away from the actual moment in the film. But anyway, so that footage was released of the stunt, which involved him riding a motorcycle off a cliff and parachuting to a moving train. A year, wor- a year's worth of preparation went into this stunt. Yes, a whole year into one stunt. And how many stunts were in this film? But a whole year into this one stunt. So. Yep. With Cruz performing over 500 skydives to learn how to control himself in the air and practicing jumping um, his motorcycle off a purpose-built practice ramp after clocking up over 13,000 jumps on a motocross track. When it came to filming, the only CGI used for the scene was to digitally digitally erase the ramp Cruz launched from. Cruz performed six takes of the jump. Pretty insane. Do you know how how how, how you know? How you know? Do you know how you know? Wh- how I Do know? You know what? how you know that Tom Cruise is doing the? Have you noticed whenever he's riding a bike or in midair or, and stuff like that, the look on his face—you can tell that he's really doing these stuff, and especially like his cheeks, because you can see like the wind pushing against his cheek, and the way that he's shouting whenever, like yeah, it's true. Actually. Like it's so different yeah. from any other yeah. form. Like he's not pulling his face like he's really like flooring uh, a yes. motorbike yeah, yeah. he's not driving nicely because he hasn't got that like action hero look yeah <laughs> he's just like <laughs> he's got that kind of look yeah. you know like he's he's flooring this thing the wind is in his face and he's like really just trying to like like especially in the car and that oh, it was just yeah, you can see he's focused yeah. and Mm. Yeah. Now, all, all, all overall, the the, the film human. was very good. Yes. Yeah, the other, the other Mission Impossible because the, the, it's always Mission Impossible. There was some human. kind of is it? Yeah, oh, especially okay. with Benji, um, Luther, and Ethan, oh, those three characters. Right. Oh yes. For me, I loved it when they were like explaining the the stakes of the mission at the airport, mm. and then Benji was like, um, "So in other words, like this could possibly be the end of the world." But yeah. for us, it's just a Tuesday. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. like I like that. Yeah, mm. the humor, the humor always very mm. very good although i do feel like with this one it was a lot more serious you know mm. like was like there's even the part where uh, benji's driving in the car and he puts on the order part now usually in an action film they just jump over and it's like really cool cause yeah, yeah. but you could see he like jumps over and then he like looks and and yes. it, like exactly what the audience is thinking he's thinking he's like oh, wait i better put on my seatbelt <laughs> because this car is driving automatically so. But I feel like Benji is the humor <coughs> of Mission Impossible. Yeah. That's probably why he's my favorite character yeah. as well. So, mm. yeah. But now, so this film, um, obviously, we had all of the COVID pandemic films. And Mission Impossible was actually mm. one of the films that was um, the production. It was in production and they had to stop production. They were in Italy, actually, at the time um, when they had to stop production. And I, I read somewhere that apparently Tom Cruise um, uh, eventually got a private like yacht for all of them to isolate on. I'm like, wow, he spent like something crazy. But anyway, so the frequent delays caused by COVID-19 ballooned the budget to 291 million, making it the most expensive Mission, Mission Impossible fo- film, surpassing Fallout. Um, Fallout cost 178 million. Also, it is the most expensive film of Tom Cruise's career. And did you see how much they made back, eh? We're getting there. Wait. Oh, okay. And the most expensive film ever produced by Paramount, surpassing Transformers: The Last Night, um, which was 217 million. The insurance company Chubb originally gave Paramount only 4.4 million euro. 
um, about $5.4 million for the delays, arguing that the cast and crew could still fulfill their duties to the production despite being infected with COVID-19. Paramount sued Chubb in 2021, and the two companies settled in 2022. In 2023, Chubb gave Paramount a 57 million um, euro or, or 71... Actually, is that pound... But basically, they gave them $71 million payouts for the COVID cause delays, reducing the film's budget to about $220 million, which still makes it the most expensive film for Cruises, for Cruise, Paramount, and for the franchise. And that's just another day at the office. There we go. So while they're out filming, the guys in the office are, we're going to sue that. I will sue you. <laughs> you know, it's that kind of like anger in the office. And, or do you think it was handled like, oh, we should sue them? No, I feel like, yeah, this is this is hectic, man. There's a lawsuit. Oh, okay. Send it off to the lawsuit department. I also read that there were two occasions where Tom Cruise like flipped on set That's with right. with cast and crew. Yeah. But having read this, I kind of understand now why he flipped. So mm. basically, they were they weren't sticking to COVID regulations. Yes. And based on this, I'm like, okay, he might he might have been like, guys, mm. we need to not get COVID so mm. that we can actually finish this film yeah. because Chubb is, you know, at Paramount uh, and maybe and apparently mm. George Clooney even because um, one of the one one of the incidents like got out into the press and George Clooney apparently came and um, was like, he was backing up. There Tom were a lot Cruise. of people that actually backed him in yeah. that. A lot yeah. of people were saying, but yes, having read this, I actually up. get it. Like mm. I, I think he was, because delays is expensive no, as well. I mean, so hello. Yeah. This, uh, this is mm. the most expensive the film because of delays. And he's a producer as well. So yes. you can see he's, yeah. he's, yeah. Yeah. He's also where he's And also from. what Tom Cruise did for the film industry mm. where he didn't allow Top Gun Maverick to be released um on online, he forced it, them to delay it and wait for it to for like regulations and stuff to like calm down before yeah. it came back into cinemas. A lot of people in the film industry have actually said that Tom Cruise saved the film industry by doing that, mm. where he actually refused. And I mean, he even took, I think financially, he took on um, strain with that. Mm. But then because Top Gun Maverick did so well, I mean, he, he it was a it was a risk that he took, but it was worth I taking. I knew it was going to do Yeah, well. but mm. he, he actually saved cinema. And I was watching an interview mm. and he was saying, you know, people have waited at that time like 34 years for this film so i reckon a couple more years exactly. won't be that yeah but um absolutely yeah so he he does have an I eye mean, that would have be been just been disappointing you know yeah it would have been yeah. disappointing but he even yeah. said this film is made mm. for the cinema which i agree top gun maverick is one of yeah. those films that absolutely. with the sound and all of that it's definitely yeah. it's definitely made for the, yeah. the cinema so last uh, last mm. thing i want to say is the cost cost was very good mm. i enjoyed Haley um as well she she's obviously from captain america she you recognized her right she's captain america's what's her name again carter captain carter and then obviously vanessa kirby came back with her Mm. very odd black widow uh, white widow sorry but i (laughs) want to talk about pom um clement i think that's how you pronounce her name do you know who that is the crazy clown chick that was driving uh, that was driving that big that big um army vehicle she still dies at the end do you know who she is ryan no, you're gonna, you're you're not gonna believe it. I couldn't put. I only know because I I I, I know her face. She plays Mantis in Guardians of the Galaxies. How good of an actress Wait, is what? she? How freaking good of an actress is, that is her? she? That is her. <laughs> that is her right there. Can you believe it? How different is she in this film? I I have I have huge respect for her. Like she's she's a good point, actress. At this point, you take a photo, you add on the. 
Yep. But also, I think also one of the reasons you wouldn't recognize her wow. as Mantis is because um, she has a lot of makeup of as well course. with Mantis. But yeah, she plays Mantis. Of course. And how, how you would never have guessed it. Like, I only know, I recognized her. That's how I knew it was her. You know, she hardly smiled in this. She thing. did it and she But if she had to smile, well. if she had to smile, because yeah. it brings her face up. Yeah, it's true. There you go. I probably yeah. would have been like, ah, oh, wait, wh- wait, what? Wha- Google Lens. Good oh. yeah. No, she was brilliant. I really thought she was very, Crazy very good. good. Yeah. That's that's brilliant. And as much as I hated her in the beginning mm. of the film, I, I by the end of the film I was yeah. like Yeah. Yeah. And then she gets betrayed and then you you kinda of feel sorry for her. No, you do feel sorry for her. You're like huh? And I think also the fact that she maybe spoke in French also um helped her disguise herself in a way. Yes, yeah. probably, yeah. So but you know it was it was very good. Very good. I, I will obviously watch part two. Mm. Ilsa's death killed me. Definitely. I was I was so sad. Yes. But I went and watched Silo and I was happy after that. Yeah. <laughs> and June part two. Mm. Hopefully imagine she dies in June part two. That's hectic, man. Eish. Yeah, so that was Mission Impossible. Death dead. I keep calling it death reckoning. It's mm. dead reckoning. Mm. Dead reckoning part one. We'll just call it DR. Dr 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 One. Dr Yeah. So uh, we got it in before the end of the year. Yeah. Good job, Brian. <laughs> oh, thank you. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, we'll be back next week with something else. There you go. There we go. Won't be Barbie. Hallelujah. <laughs> Peace. Cheers. Stay updated and stay entertained. And that's with them. With them. Twitter, Instagram, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, LinkedIn, Spotify, Anchor, and everywhere else. Engage with us, like posts, comment, share them out, retweet, and repost. Spread the word. Spread the word. Active FM. Radio. 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 Has never been better. Better. better.